worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. This is a wild story. A kid... Um, this is in Uganda, got eaten by a hippo and lived to tell the tale. <laughs> so, uh, what? Yes. This kid got eaten by the hippo, two-year-old. Did he come out the rear end? Mm-mm. Ace Ventura style? I think he was in there and was like alive because he got swallowed whole and then was fighting back. <laughs> and then it made the hippo need to puke. And he's fine. The kid's fine. Well, yeah, physically maybe fine. Mentally, I'm not sure he's going to ever forget about that. Although he's two years old. I don't know uh, memories of a two-year-old, but... I know. It's almost like I wish he was a little bit older so that he could have come out and said, Kate, this is what it looked like. Yeah, could you imagine what it would look like in there? I'm picturing on Pinocchio where they're inside the whale in the little boat. You don't remember that? No. And they have to build a fire to make the whale sneeze and they get out. No, I don't remember that. But, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, it's probably, or I asked earlier, it's probably better that he came out that way than making his way and then coming out the other way. Yeah. You know, that wouldn't be very pleasant. The Mark and Jess Replay. Our board game drive for Sacred Heart Community School is officially wrapped up. Uh, Students and the vice principal came yesterday to snag the games. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (coughs) excuse me, we had the students come in here in the studio with us and then Jarvis came on air. Yeah. Kid's a star. Yeah. He was so good in front of a microphone. We didn't even tell him prior. It was just like, hey, any of you want to come on the radio? Boom, he came on the radio and he did so good. Yeah, he did so good. Because sometimes people get a microphone in front of them and then they're like, oh, I don't know what to say. But he did. He's quick and witty and smart kid, too. Holy. Very smart. Yeah, and he actually apparently does a lot at uh, the assemblies at school with a microphone and stuff. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we collected over the three weeks. Yep. 189 games. So we more than doubled the goal, the 92, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everyone who brought board games down. Now students at the school will have an opportunity to snag a board game and take it home with them uh, to play over the holiday season. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. When you communicate with Drew, do you text him like over text message? Yeah. Okay. Because Naomi, who got married in our front studio here back in May, uh, posted a conversation she had with her husband, Stephen, on Facebook, and they were having a conversation over Snapchat. I know. Drew doesn't even have Snapchat. Oh, he doesn't? See, I don't either. No? And I think that if it's your partner, why aren't you texting each other? 
Like, why are you using Snapchat as your main? <laughs> why does that matter? Form of communication. I just find that very strange. They're young and hip with the kids. They are not. They're older than us. I know, but <laughs> clearly they're onto something. Because my brother and sister, that's how they communicate with me mostly is through Snapchat. And that's in, like <laughs> that's insane to me. Maybe with the maybe with Stephen and Naomi. I don't know, but maybe they're swapping pictures back and forth, and they want them to disappear into oh! the. <laughs> You know? I didn't think about that. They're probably not. They're newlyweds. Uh, you never know. Spicy. But yeah, it is a younger thing where your siblings are younger than you and that's how they want to communicate. I don't get it. So do you think your sister and her fiance, the, the main source of their communicating is Snapchat? No. I it's don't text think messaging. so. It's texting. But now my brother and his girlfriend, that may be that would be Snapchat. And he's in his early 20s. Right? Yeah. I don't I don't get it. And I've seen people out where they're not even sending messages on they Snapchat. They're just sending take a picture. pictures and then type something in. It's like what? And they'll just be like LOL. They don't even put anything. Yeah. And then it's they're worried about their streaks. You know what that's about? Oh where yeah, you, friend you, streak and Yeah, stuff. where you're, you know, you Snapchatted this person for X amount of days. I mean, right now we're just sounding like a couple, a couple of old grumps, aren't we? <laughs> Those young kids in their Snapchat. The replay with Mark and Jess. This is interesting. New Zealand passed a law this week that they're hoping will help them get rid of smoking. Like, entirely Altogether. from the whole country. Oh, wow. Um, so, the deal is... Tobacco can't ever be sold to anyone born on or after January 1st, 2009. I think this, we talked about this already, didn't we? What date is this article? It just happened this week. Huh. Okay. So, 2009. Yeah. So, they're saying if this holds up 50 years from now, someone would need ID to show that they're at least 63 years old. Hmm. And then they're hoping that then it'll just, nobody will be allowed to buy cigarettes and then it will just go away, which is interesting to me. Like, yes, that's great. They want to get rid of smoking, yeah. but the amount of money that they'll lose from not having... Taxing yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, because the Canadian government probably makes a fortune uh, from cigarette sales, right? Yeah. And they don't want that to... Just go away completely. Although, in turn, it's also a huge cost on the healthcare system. That's true. Right? Yeah. Uh how old were you when you first smoked a cigarette? Um, yeah, just tell I us the truth. Yeah, right. Uh, Your mom and grandma like are listening right now. So disappointed. 17 or 18. 17, yeah. And what was your first thought of what? taking a drag from the cigarette? What'd you think? I don't even remember. No? I just know that the reason that I ended up not being a smoker was because I had, I went to a party and I smoked like so much that night I was like bumming smokes off everybody and then I just got sick yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's how it was with me too cigarette cigarettes and uh, I think I told you about chewing tobacco I've chewed like oh yeah four <laughs> times in my life and thrown up three times so <laughs> that's a good deterrent the replay with Mark and Jess it's time for weekly whoopsies <laughs> So I think going into yesterday, we only had one whoopsie, mm-hmm. and then things just fell apart. Yeah, the wheels really <laughs> fell off. 
prolonged snow event over southeastern Saskatchewan and southern Manitoba. Oh, we don't care about them. What did you prolonged? Say? Oh. That will not feature uh, Henry. What did I say? Cavill. Cavill. It will be a fantastic show. Michael from Moose Jaw. There she is. No, at least you're doing work. That's good. <laughs> Making the company money. To systemic uh, or systematic. Yes, systematic. I said it wrong earlier. Okay, I, I need my uh, gavel, actually, before I can make a yeah. sound decision here. I don't have it. I got a pen you can borrow. Well, no, I mean, I don't have the block. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were not prepared today for court. What did they order? They ordered a uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? Oh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I knew I was saying it wrong as soon as it came yeah, out. Yeah, you certainly did. Chick-fil-A. The Mark and Jess Replay. I need to clarify something from yesterday. We were talking about postal codes. Mm-hmm. And I had said to you, I don't know my postal code. Um, and I've lived at the house I'm currently in for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And then... We said something, or you said something about S4N. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, that's the start of my postal code. It's not? It is not, no. (laughs) Casey was listening to the podcast last night, and she stopped it, and I was in a different room. She's like, that's not the start of our postal code. Oh, there is an N in it. But it's the second letter. It's Or the third letter. Yeah, it's like, no, it's... Because it goes, there's letter, number, letter, number, letter, number. That's yeah. That's how a postal code So <laughs> the start of my postal code is S4T. Oh. Yeah. So I just needed to clarify that to really prove that I don't know my postal code. Now, have you figured out yours? Which one is the right one of the three I'm that you've been using? I'm doing the one I've been doing. I want, I want you to do me a favor right now. Mm-hmm. Go to Google. Uh-huh. Type in your address and tell me if the postal code that pops up matches the one that you've been you've been using. Okay. Yes. It does. Good. No, wait. I don't think it does. I think I use something different. If I go into my phone, I bet it will auto-complete. Okay, if we'll I try that out because now I'm curious. Because um, I use it all the time. When I'm shopping. Yeah, no, it's not the one that I use. (laughs) You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. It's the final day of our gift wrapping deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Challenge number five is today. I don't know what the challenge is, but I I assume it's going to be the hardest one, kind of like in video games where you work your way up to the big, big bad boss. And then you got to beat him. Yeah. So what is, and by the way, I've completed every challenge so far. So as of right now, you're wrapping four out of my five gifts. Yes. Um, I have a feeling I'm not going to wrap today. I have this uh, like Christmas garland here, and we're gonna hang it between a couple chairs. And then I've got candy canes, and you gotta throw them and land them on the garland. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, that does sound a bit challenging. Now, how far away am I gonna be? I don't know, like a few feet. A few feet. Okay. Maybe I'll lay down, and then that's the distance. Oh. I'm not gonna stay there while you throw them, but. Yeah. What are you? Five Five feet? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, we're going to do that, and then uh, we'll see how it goes. The videos will be on our Instagram page, at Play92Regina. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay.
We just did challenge number five, and boy, oh boy, did it not go well for me. Finally. Mm -hmm. I dominated up until today, and today I, uh, well, you can can say how I did. It fell apart when it mattered most. Okay, what was the challenge? So we had a Christmas garland strung across a couple chairs, and then you had five candy canes, and you needed to land three on the garland to be able to... To hang off of them, which is... Very difficult. Yeah. I would like to see you try that. Well, I got one on there. That's how I knew it would be okay. Did you actually? I was a lot closer than you, but yes. <laughs> I was a long ways away. I didn't even hit the garland until maybe the fifth one. Yeah. And that wasn't even anywhere close to hanging on the garland. So, so that was bad. You compared it to like in a video game when you come up to the big boss at yeah. the end. And usually... When you play a video game and you come up to the big boss at the end, you got to try a few times. So that just proved you would have had to try a few times. What do you mean? You know, like you got to do that level a couple times. Nobody oh. ever gets them on the first uh, try. Yes, yes, yes. I get what you're saying. Very true. Um, okay, so you're going to wrap four out of my five gifts that I have here? Yep. When are you going to do those? Like right now or are you going to wait? I was going to do it next week, I thought. Oh. Or you want them done today. Well, it'd be nice to get them under the tree and looking pretty at, at, at home. I guess I could do it right now. The Mark and Jess Replay. Christmas is, of course, just around the corner. Christmas is next weekend already, which Mm -hmm. is wild, right? Uh, Did you have any Christmas traditions growing up? Are those traditions still alive and well? I can't think of any, like, things. I mean, when I was a little kid, we used to have Christmas morning at our house, and then we'd go to one grandparent's house and then we'd go to the other grandparent's house and we'd have full Christmas at both and then I think once my brother came along it was just so much carting kids and presents everywhere that then everybody just started coming to our house so then my one set of grandparents would come for lunch on Christmas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then everybody would come up for supper and so that's still the same Uh, my mom hosts Christmas every year so your mom and dad they do all the cooking every single year yeah does your both do the cooking or just one? My mom does the cooking. Dad doesn't do the cooking. Right? No. And then the kids now, we do the dishes. Ah, yeah. 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 Um, what we used to do, we haven't done this in years, as well as when we uh, lived in a house long ago, but we played street hockey every single Christmas day. Oh, really? With people I like on that. our street, everyone would go out. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And now I'm thinking like with a son of my own, got to have some kind of Christmas tradition. Now this year... Maybe not, but I have an idea for next year. I just don't know what the cost would be. How cool would it be on, like, maybe not Christmas Day, but maybe Boxing Day, Christmas Eve, have horse and carriage come to my house and then, like, everyone on the street can come and take, like, rides around the block? But how expensive would that be? Well, I don't know. There's that horse and carriage that they do the... um the tree lighting downtown. Yeah. You could probably get in touch with them. Yeah, like how much to rent a horse and carriage for a couple of hours. I don't even know. Like, what's a... Oh, that is so cool. You'd be the coolest I know, person that's on the block. I'm like, I want to be a hit on the block, new to the block. I want to do something to get on the good side of all the neighbors, and right? And then the horse poops on someone's lawn, and then you're in trouble. Well, it's going to freeze, and then I would go there, <laughs> shovel it, and throw it in the garbage. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. There was a debate happening in the office yesterday, and I want to get your opinion on it. So here was what was being talked about. Your tongue knows exactly how everything you look at will feel. 
Like if you were to lick it, if you were to lick, say, the carpet in the studio, mm-hmm. you know exactly how it will feel, right? Mm-hmm. Or say, my cell phone, you know exactly how that's going to feel if you lick it, yeah. right? Okay, so I I agree with that. But is it your tongue knows or you just know? Like what? Why are they saying your tongue? Well, because you know exactly how it would feel on your tongue. Okay. So what's the debate here? Well, a guy <laughs> in the uh, in the office here was saying no. He he didn't know. What? Yeah, he was like, no, I don't know what that would feel like if I licked it, or that would feel like if I licked it. Is he just doing this to? cause a debate there's no way you know look at the wall you know that's going to be a little bit bumpy because there's a little bit of bump from the paint but it's not going to be bad right or what else i'm trying to find that whiteboard yeah you're going to get stuck on a little bit of the residue yeah i wouldn't it's not going to be smooth like this this cup it would be nice and smooth yeah but isn't that interesting that your like brain and tongue know how how it's gonna feel how yeah it's gonna feel yeah so i don't know what's wrong with him but he needs to go to a doctor you're listening to the mark and jess replay have you ever hurt yourself at christmas i don't know if i've personally hurt myself but i was telling you about our christmas tradition where uh-huh. we would play street hockey on christmas day right and if i remember correctly someone separated their shoulder or did did something to their shoulder it was brothers i think and one brother picked the other brother up and slammed him into a snowbank and <gasps> i think yeah got uh Got some shoulder damaged. Oh, geez. Did they have to go to the hospital? I don't remember. I was quite young, so I don't remember exactly. Seemed Uh, big to you at that time. But not like a kitchen-related incident or anything that I can think of? No. I found a list of some of the most common uh, holiday injuries. Oh, yeah. So uh, cutting yourself is number five on the list. Oh, really? Yeah. Lifting injuries, lifting heavy gifts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fires? (laughs) What? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you put something in the oven and, you know, forget about it or whatever. Or people that have, like, real trees. Oh. That happens sometimes, hey? Um, Toy-related injuries was second. Toy-related injuries. Mostly with kids. Yeah. Doing things. I was trying to think of dangerous toys. There's a lot of them, actually. Parents stepping on a toy, rolling an ankle, or something like that. And number one. Wait. What? I was going to guess. Oh. But I kind of heard what you were saying. Falling off the roof? Falling off a ladder. Ladder, yeah. yeah. Be careful with that, because that could actually do some serious damage if you're up there hanging up your Christmas lights and you fall. I know, and I'm always the one that ends up on the ladder. It's because Drew knows better. He doesn't (laughs) want to fall and get hurt. Have you ever had a close call? With the ladder? Yeah. Um, not hanging Christmas lights. One time I fell off of like a smaller, like five foot ladder when I was a kid, winded myself pretty good. Is that why you're scared of heights now? Probably. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. With Mark and Jess. First of all, spoiler alert, if you still are planning on watching the Survivor finale. That's nice of you to do that. Well, I mean, 
If you really cared, you should have watched it by now. But anyway, uh, this week, history was made on Survivor as the winner, Mike Gabler, decided he wasn't keeping any of the million-dollar prize and instead decided to donate the entire $1 million. Uh, He's doing it in his father's name, Robert Gabler, who was a Green Beret. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is going to go to veterans in need who are recovering from psychiatric problems, PTSD, and help curb the suicide epidemic. Good for him. And Survivor's been going on for 20 years probably, right? Yeah, 43 seasons. 43 seasons. He's the first one to do it. Very cool. Good for him. Tell me something good. Last Saturday, the Pats had their teddy bear toss game, mm-hmm. and Tanner Howe scored the first goal for the Pats, so the teddy bears were flying. And then this week, uh, the Pats, a bunch of their players, delivered some teddy bears. 2,913 teddy bears. Uh, they delivered some to the Salvation Army, and then also the pediatric wing of the Regina General Hospital. That's awesome. Tell me something good. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.